Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Les Velez, author podcaster and U.S. Army veteran who has held positions in the mutual UFO network, such as field investigator, training coordinator, assistant California state director, chairman of the abduction experiences research committee and team leader of the abduction response team. In 1994, he co-founded the organization for paranormal understanding and support. Les, thank you so much for being my guest today and welcome. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, this is a great place to start because there may be people there that have no idea even what MUFON is. Can we at least start there and have you tell everybody what they are? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, MUFON is uh, the Mutual UFO Network. And uh, it was started in 1969 by a couple of engineers from Seguin, Texas. Hmm. And... Uh, uh, they they have a worldwide organization. Uh, I think well over four thousand people are, are members of the organization, and their main purpose is to basically investigate UFO cases. And uh, uh, more recently, they've they've also become more interested in understanding the uh, abduction phenomena. In other words, contact with non-human intelligences, not just uh, being a nuts and bolts type organization. And I had something to do with that many, many moons ago when I was the uh, uh, chairman of the AERC, the Abduction Experiencer Research uh, uh, Committee. Uh, and out of that uh, committee came a, a report called the Omega-3 study, uh, which we took 71 people that felt that they had been abducted and uh, uh, 51 people that were a control group um, and compared uh, the, the, the uh, information uh, through various instruments, uh, psychological tests uh, and various other means. And the interesting part was that we found that these people did not have a psychopathology. Uh, they were not fantasy prone. And, and there was some differences in their temporal lobe activity uh, from the uh, control people and the uh, uh, experiencers. So the bottom line is that this organization has a, uh, uh, a, a rather extensive file on cases going back uh, to the early beginnings of the organization, which people can actually uh, go into and, and look at. Uh, it's called their CMS system. Um, so, um, if anybody is interested in, you know, becoming a field investigator and, and looking more into the UFO phenomena, that that's the organization uh, to join. Um, so that that's I think about um, as much of, uh, of the description at this point. That, uh, but you can also go to their website, uh, which is MUFON M U F O N dot com. And they'll give you the whole rundown on the organization. There's chapters in all the states. 
Uh, and so if, if you're interested, you can contact the, the head of the chapter in, in that state and, uh, you know, go about either just becoming a journal member. They produce a monthly journal um, and uh, or, uh, you know, if you, as I said, you want to become a field investigator. They, they have a test uh, that uh, you would take after getting the uh, uh, their um, menu. Their menu, yeah, their manual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that water I'm drinking, it must be something in it. <laughs> but anyway, um, the, the uh, uh, it's it's a very good organization, uh, you know. And like any organization, they've had ups and downs. But the bottom line is, I think that they they've come out the other end of uh, uh, their their uh, time in. Uh, uh, being out there and doing what they're doing uh, very well. They must be a worldwide um, uh, operation because I've had the head of the Japanese MUFON mm -hmm. group on as a guest. Yes, right, right. Um, I, and I, matter of fact, I, I heard about that. Uh, and uh, he, he was uh, actually came on to uh, the ERT, as I mentioned, the experiencer resource team that uh, MUFON uh, has now, which is an uh, offshoot of what I started way back in 2007, um, basically uh, has a monthly meeting. And he, he, he presented at that meeting about two, two months ago. So, uh, yeah, we, we're f very familiar with them. Are they still based out of Seguin, or is that where their no. headquarters is? No, they're actually in Cincinnati now. They've moved in to a number of places, depending upon who was the uh, international director. The international director right now is based in Cincinnati, so they moved everything there. Uh, just prior to that, they were in Irvine, California. And mm. prior to that, they were in Colorado. <laughs> mm, that's so. too bad that I because Seguin's only about thirty miles down the road from me. Yeah, no, uh, that long gone. All right. Well, you were mentioning about the omega three study and the findings. What mm -hmm. are the psychological and physiological characteristics of alien contact? Well. You know, this this is something that uh, many books have been written about, uh, you know, these these types of things from the, f the physical effects. Uh, you have lost or missing or compressed time, uh, audible tones that uh, these uh, people have before contact, uh, sudden abnormal silence uh, before feeling a presence. Uh, nosebleeds are quite common in people, uh, unusual marks on the body. Uh, three dots in a triangular pattern or a triangular pattern that's almost looks like a brand uh, that's uh, impressed. And then there's scoop marks uh, that people talk about. Um, and then, uh, and then you have like surgical uh, marks that uh, heal abnormally fast. Um, you know, that they, they don't know where it came from and they, they wake up and there's this slice in their leg or something and they have no recollection of, you know, having bumped into anything or, you know, gotten, uh, you know, close to, uh, you know, a, a thorn bush or something like that. But the bottom line, it heals incredibly fast. Um, there's uh, implants that uh, people talk about uh, that uh, show up on x-rays. I have no recollection of how, how they, uh, um, you know, got there. And then one of the things, as far as the implants are concerned, and I want to, I want to read you something about that. Uh, the late Dr. Roger Lear, 
um, uh, did quite a bit of work on that. And uh, these implants basically had no inflammatory rejection reaction uh, by the body. Uh, So it's like people didn't recognize that they even had it in a lot of cases, uh, but they had gotten an x-ray for something other than that. And then it showed up Uh, no visible portal of entry. Uh, is also uh, a factor. Collections of specialized nerve endings that that surround the object, an outer coating of ceramic biological material, a metallic phase where inorganic metal becomes biological tissue. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but while you're looking that up, what are the audible tones that a person would hear? Is it just ringing in your ears or what? Yes, yes. Oftentimes it's it's a ringing like tinnitus uh, uh, type of a, a situation, which in some cases it may be just that. However, uh, you know, many people go to, to an audiologist and find out that well they don't have tinnitus and their their hearing is is fine, and so it's 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 a high pitched tone uh, that uh, is often talked about. Um, and uh, as far as the implants. Uh, Getting back to that, the emission of radio waves, which are deep space frequencies in the FM band, have been noted. Electromagnetic fields in excess of 10 milligauss. Uh, composition of meteoric iron thir- uh, 66. Rare earth metals such as U-236, a single isotope of uranium existing by itself, as well as elements such as uridium, which is very rare and hard to find in the Earth's uh, crust. Uh, non-terrestrial isotopic ratios indicating the involved elements did not come from Earth. The existence of carbon nanotubes and gold spheres, which have an unknown function. Uh, so, and uh, Dr. Lear had uh, uh, discovered this after uh, having uh, 17 uh, people uh, go go you know go under surgery, and they pulled these things out and had them analyzed. And he did a very, very uh, thorough job in, in trying to analyze all that. Unfortunately, as I said, he, he passed away uh, too soon, too yeah, soon. That's true. So, as a field investigator, what have you personally seen? Well, I've certainly seen marks uh, on the body. Um, I, you know, I have, I've, I've seen uh, where people uh, have actually felt like behind the ear, they've, they've felt a, a small lump. I think Whitley Strieber in his book communion talks about that, uh, <clears throat> that he, he noticed that. Um, and then, you know, these things move <laughs> when they, they, when people try to get them out. Uh, and I, Dr. Lear even mentions that in one of his books, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, alien in the scalpel i think is the name of that book that he wrote um so uh yeah uh there's various things that show up uh one of the cases uh <clears throat> back in um the uh early uh, mid 90s i think it was uh uh of uh people that had come to uh one of the support group meetings was a couple uh and they they told about their experience after their experience they they both came away with a rash and uh, they had gone to a doctor and uh uh one doctor said well you know there's a lot of poison oak and poison ivy where you were but uh this is not it and I'm not sure what it is. Uh, and then they, they, so they went to another doctor and, uh, 
you know, he did not know. He thought perhaps it was some reaction, allergic reaction. Um, but they had taken a picture of it and they showed the picture around to the group. And uh, almost without exception, everyone in the group said at one time or another, they had a similar rash. And one of the people in the group said that, uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. And uh, I, so I said, what, what do you believe it is? And she says, well, uh, it's, a, it's a reaction to the fluid that they dip you in when they bring you on board the craft to sanitize you. <laughs> mm, wow. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it, 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 it's, it's a, an incredible phenomena. And further physical things, recurring headaches, eye and vision issues uh, have occurred. Uh, and then, of course, uh, talking about the ability to go through solid, you know, walls and, and windows that are closed. Uh, uh, it seems as if they, they're able to teleport people. Uh, uh, and so they're, they're disassembling your, your, your molecules, your atoms, uh, and uh, being able to reassemble you uh, on board the craft. And, and then when they bring you back, oftentimes they uh, screw up. Uh, and you, you have somebody else's clothes on, uh, or, or, you know, your, your, your own clothes are on backwards. I mean, all kinds of wow. really strange, strange things. Um, talking about being, uh, taken up in a beam of light, uh, lying on an exam table and being probed, of course, is, uh, is a very common, uh, uh, physical manifestation. And then for women, it's 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 uh, missing pregnancies, missing fetuses, uh, out of body experiences, poltergeist activity, orbs. Um, th this phenomena is not just relegated to you know the the greys or uh, uh, insectoids or uh, reptilians or Nordics. Uh, it's it's quite complicated. Uh, also, telepathic and psychic abilities are, are noted uh, after these experiences uh, and, and, and even healing uh, powers that people acquire. I was uh, at the uh, recent uh, MUFON symposium in Las Vegas uh, last July, and um, Robert Salas, uh, major uh, retired, uh, who was in charge of the uh, missile uh, base at uh, Maelstrom Air Force Base, uh, uh, came over to me after I made a presentation to an experiencer group. And uh, he and his wife were sitting and listening to my presentation and came up afterwards and said, can I speak to you uh, afterwards? And I said, of course. So I had a table in the exhibitors area. I was talking about my book, The Unknown Other. And um, uh, <laughs> he started to tell me the story about he and his wife having been abducted, hmm. which was interesting. And uh, the question I didn't ask him at the time, which I kicked myself in the butt over this, is the fact that did this happen before the events at the Maelstrom Air Force Base or afterwards? I had the feeling it was afterwards, but I didn't get a, a, a definitive answer on that. Make a long story short, his wife be, be, had the ability to heal people afterwards. Hmm. And... Uh, it, 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 it's, it's remarkable. It's remarkable. And you've had the, the opposite of happening where people that have uh, cancerous conditions, uh, uh, Kathleen Martin talks about it in one of her books where this orb 
went into a gentleman's body who had cancer and he was cured after that incident. So there's people getting healed and people getting the ability to be healed. And uh, I've actually experienced uh, a healing uh, from one of the experiencers in our support group that uh, Opus has, um, which is an online, uh, totally confidential uh, support group, uh, which you can uh, uh, come into by contacting our website at opusnetwork.org, which is all over the back of my head here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, so, you know, it, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing. This guy did two sessions on me. I had a back issue. And uh, within two sessions, I, I was fine. I was absolutely right. fine. Um, and, you know, he was up in Vancouver and I'm here in Texas. <laughs> so so uh, those are the kind of things that, uh, you know, blow your mind. Uh, I mean, psychic abilities, people being able to tell someone about their 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 future, their past. Do you think more abductions are happening while people are consciously awake or while they're in the meditative or dream state? Uh, that's a good question. Um, most of the time, uh, people uh, have, and we just we just finished a study uh, going out to, uh, a matter of fact, it's called the Omega-4 study. How clever of us to come up with that <laughs> after the Omega-3. Uh, that um, uh, these these people were mostly involved with greys in a in a uh, uh, a state where uh, some of them are absolutely conscious con- conscious recollections of, of this uh, and then others after hypnotherapy find out uh, uh, that basically on an uh, you know a subconscious level that they they had an experience and so that would you know, you would you would understand then that this is something that might have been in a, either a meditative state or uh, while they were uh, uh, sleeping. Um, uh, so it's it's very difficult to say uh, as far as what is it uh, you know more of. It's 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 a combination of all of those things. Uh, you have people driving down the road, totally conscious, and then the next thing they know, they're 50 miles from where they were and they have, they have missing time. They have no idea how they got there. Uh, one of the cases that I got involved with, uh, the same couple had, uh, gone on a picnic and they were coming out of this state park and they noticed this, uh, light over the ocean. And, uh, eventually this like a bigger and bigger and was over their head and it was in a triangular, uh, form and it was the size of a small Learjet. Um, and, uh, this happened a, a, a total of seven more times and, uh, they, they became frightened, uh, and, uh, these things eventually disappeared and they were coming out of the park. And as they were coming out of the park, that was the last thing they remember until three hours later, they were in a restaurant, which is only five to 10 minutes away from where they were, um, and they had no recollection of what had happened. Hmm. And uh, eventually we found out that in fact, that they had been abducted uh, and uh, they had this rash that they, they showed to the group. Um, so it, it, it happens 
you know, I, it's very difficult to say if there's more of one kind or more of the other, but it, it, it happens in all different, you know, possible, uh, uh, you know, situations, whether you're uh, awake, whether you're asleep, whether you're meditating, uh, they can take you anytime, <laughs> anytime, anywhere. Do you feel that most people's experiences are a positive or a negative thing? Well, I think that uh, based on a couple of studies that have been done, including our most recent uh, phase one uh, study uh, of the omega-4, the free study indicated that was like 80% of people feel it's it's a positive experience. And then that remaining 20% had uh, issues. And uh, we found basically the same thing, that the majority of people feel it's a positive uh, uh, scenario. Uh, and then unfortunately, I think it's a, a, a case of, you know, there's good people and bad people here on our, our plane, our, on the earth. And then the same thing is going on up there. We have good ones, <laughs> entities and, and bad ones. And it's unfortunate that some people have had the, the, uh, the uh, bad luck of, of running into the bad ones. But uh, and I've heard, you know, cases where it's not just, just, you know, non-human intelligences, if you will, but it, it could be poltergeist activity, too. That's part of it. And and demons. Uh, there was a, a case that uh, came to our attention where a woman bought this house and she kept seeing this young man, you know, in spirit form walking through through the hallways in the house. And uh, finally, she brought somebody in to, you know, show him the light and they were able to to remove remove him and let him go to the light. And uh, so that worked out. But then there was another entity that they could not remove. Uh, and this thing was was leaving scratches on on this uh, woman's friend's body. Uh, and uh, uh, and they finally found out uh, through another person that had come in to try to remove it, that there was a ley line that was running through, you know, under the house. And evidently it, it was running through a number of houses in that neighborhood. And all these people were having weird experiences. Uh, and they tried to sell the house and they sold it. And then the person that bought it eventually sold it again. And uh, it's like, you know, it, it's not a house you want. I wonder if they need to put that on the seller's disclosure. Well, they're supposed to. <laughs> most <laughs> this house most is on a ley line. Have, well, I have a, my brother had, uh, uh, bought a house in Griswold, Connecticut. And um, it was a 1700 house and they, they, uh, they remodeled it basically uh, brought it up to spec and everything and did a beautiful job on it. It's a, it's a gorgeous uh, colonial type house. And uh, one, uh, one day, my uh, brother's wife, my sister-in-law, she, she was coming, uh, you know, up to the house with a couple of bags of groceries in her arms and came up to the side door and, uh, she thought my brother was sitting in this big wingback chair and she yelled out, Mark, please open the door. And nothing happened. Mark, open the door. Nothing happened. Finally, she got mad and she put the bags down, opened the door, then came in and then she was going to read him the riot act. And she looked 
and it wasn't Mark. It was this male ghost that was sitting in the chair. And uh, evidently, they not only had a male ghost in this house, but a female ghost. And every time the ghost would uh, show up, uh, they would smell jasmine. Hmm. And uh, so there's other realities we just totally don't understand. And uh, it's, it's an incredible, incredible phenomena. No question about it. Do you think most of the ETs and their ships are out there in space right now in our 3D realm and we can't see them? Or are they existing in the 5D realm or out of phase in another realm? Because some of my near-death experiencers happen to experience non-human intelligence on the other side. I think, again, it's a combination uh, of things. Uh, you know, there was a doctor uh, who, who tells a very interesting story that uh, she was on a, uh, a, a, a kayaking uh, uh, adventure down in South America, and she went over a falls and got trapped underneath, underneath the falls for over 30 minutes. Hmm. And during that time, she saw these light beings and this exuding this incredible amount of love and uh she she was so taken by the whole thing she just wanted to go go with them and they told her no you you can't go you've got things to do and then they also told her about the fact that uh uh her son who was a little boy at the time uh would pass away when he he was uh, 18 years old and so she came out of this thing no, no issues, no physical, no, no uh, uh, mental issues after this experience. And, you know, she did not tell her son anything, of course. And then uh, when he turned 18, he got into a car accident and died. Uh, <laughs> but where I'm going with all this is, you know, are, are these things extraterrestrial? Are they interdimensional? Are they time travelers? Are they our military? Well, I think it's all the above. And, and so I don't think you can just say it's one thing or the other. Uh, it's multiple, multiple things. All right. You have Opus all over the wall behind you, and you've kind yes. of mentioned it briefly. What is Opus again, and what is his, and what is its mission? Yeah. Uh, Opus stands for the Organization for Paranormal Understanding and Support. Uh, we were uh, founded with a, a doctor friend of mine back in 1994, and we're, we are a nonprofit, uh, 501c3, recognized by the IRS, which always cracks me up. <laughs> and um, anyway, our mission, simply put, is to help people having paranormal experiences. Now, what does that mean? Uh, you know, are we talking about uh, spiritual awakening, kundalini experiences, uh, poltergeist activity? Activity, uh, UFO-related activity, uh, uh, contact with non-human intelligence or extra extra hum- humans, if you will. Um, yeah, it's it's all the above. It's all the above. But as it's turned out, uh, it's it, it's interesting that uh, the majority of cases that come our way uh, are involved with the contact with non-human intelligence. Now, what is that? Uh, you know, people 
talking about the fact that uh, they've uh, were you know they were in their room and these two grays came in and, and the next thing they remember is they're on board a craft and laying on a table and then standing next to the to to them uh, or besides the grays are, are are a mantis type of a, a creature and then uh, farther uh, back in the background is is a Nordic uh, a more human looking uh, and the reason why they're called Nordics is simply because they're they're really have that Nordic look uh, and uh, and then sometimes there's the military people uh, uniform people standing there and and so it, it's such a mixture of things that people talk about and uh, the bottom line is uh, these people basically feel that they're going crazy initially. Uh, it is a traumatic experience. And uh, a lot of them go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and find out that they're, they're not crazy. So then what? <laughs> What's the next step? Uh, and that's the problem. That's where the problem exists, that these people – most most cases do not know where to turn and so that's what our mission basically is to get the word out that we exist and we have uh tools uh to help these people and uh the the tool that's probably uh without question uh been the most effective is the online support group which is as i said is totally confidential the only way you get into it is you contact us fill out a short form and then we uh basically bring you into the group uh you introduce yourself you ask questions you tell your story and you understand the fact that you're not alone there are other people having these experiences and I think that's the thing that is mind-blowing. If you look at the Roper uh, organization that did a poll back in the early 90s that was uh, 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 basically uh, uh, done by uh, uh, Robert Bigelow, and uh, he funded the, the, uh, the report, and then Bud Hopkins and David Jacobs uh, brought it about. Uh, they were the instigators of putting this thing together. And uh, they found out back then that there were supposedly 6 million people in the United States alone that have had these types of experiences. That's a huge number. Yeah. And now extrapolate that not only here in the United States, but it's a worldwide phenomenon. And then it's the year 2022. So how many more people? And so then you, you start to say, so what's, why is that going on? What, what's, you know, what's the purpose of these abductions? And, and there's many theories about that. One, of course, is, is the fact that uh, it's, it's a means for, for these entities to eventually, uh, take over <laughs> it's a it's a way for them to integrate in a way that's you know not starting a war uh you know and coming down and you know with their ray guns and shooting everybody or doing anything like that they don't need to do it that way they can just then there's other cases where people talk about the fact well they they're doing that to 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 uh help themselves uh, they've got issues with their their survival uh and so this is a way for them to do that but i think it's way more complicated it's way more complicated uh than than we can possibly understand um you know this uh, uh israeli general haimashed mm -hmm. uh talks talked about the fact that hey 
we're we're already dealing with the aliens uh you know there's bases on the moon and mars and uh uh and and the the aliens have said that uh, they're not going to show themselves because uh, humanity is not ready and uh, that may be the case that may be the case um it, 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 well, i tell you when you start to go down this rabbit hole uh it is mind-blowing you know all the possibilities that uh are 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 out there now have you had any personal sightings of ufos or any personal paranormal experiences that led you to be involved in the mutual ufo network Yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely um i was 11 years old uh when this happened in in the late 50s and uh I was coming into the house. It was it was uh, already getting dark, late October evening, and uh, I saw this this craft. It was not making any noise whatsoever, uh, no sound. Uh, it was whitish in color. It, it was it was lit, but in, in this internal light, uh, if you will, and it slowly was moving over a tree line. And it scared the hell out of me because uh, I had no idea what it was. And I ran in the house and I, by the time I convinced my father to come out, it was gone. And he said, oh, it's probably just a beacon of light reflecting off a cloud. And he, and so I didn't buy that. And I went to the library and started reading books by uh, George Adamski. And uh, at the time, who was the big, you know, UF, ufologist, if you will. And uh I just really, really got into it. But then, you know, life got in the way. Uh, I went, went off to, to, uh, to uh, college and uh, then I was in the service and uh, then I got married and, uh, you know, had a couple of kids and then I moved out to California and in 1985, I picked up the San Jose Mercury news uh, and, uh, Stanton Freeman, a nuclear physicist, was going to talk about UFOs and a government cover-up. And uh, it was like somebody threw a switch. And I got really excited. And I said, oh, I got to go see this guy. And he was going to talk at San Jose City College. And that kind of impressed me right away. And I, But I expected to see a handful of people only. And as it turned out, there was, you know, the auditorium was full. And it must have been like 300 people there. And uh, as I was walking out, uh, MUFON had a table in the foyer, and they were talking about the journal that they they uh, produce on a monthly basis. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to start getting the journal. And uh, after a while, though, that wasn't enough. Uh, it was like, okay, I got to do something more. And so I found out that uh, you could uh, take a, a field investigator examination. And if you passed, uh, you'd become a field investigator. And then you would be uh, uh, tied up with a, a, a more professional or more seasoned uh, field investigator to, uh, you know, get your get your feet wet. And... Uh, so uh, I did. I got their manual and, and took the test and passed it and then uh, went out and started doing these cases. And as it turned out, the cases, without exception, turned out to be uh, not only sightings, but people were saying that they, they felt that they had been abducted. And uh, so that that really started the ball rolling. 
for me. And uh, it further got rolling when uh, I was written up in the Monterey Coast Weekly paper. Uh, and uh, in the article, there was another woman that was uh, written up in it. And she contacted me afterwards and uh, said she'd like to understand what was happening with her brain waves when she was in contact with these entities. She, had, she was having telepathic communication. And so, well, you know, I'm saying to myself, well, you know, I'm not sure I can help this person. And then she said she was working with an emergency room doctor down in Carmel. And so I called my uh, doctor friend who was very interested in connecting with other doctors interested in the phenomena. And so we eventually set up a meeting uh, for a Saturday afternoon and we went down there. And as we walked into her home, there was a picture on the wall and in the picture, she's standing on the back of this rather large vessel. And, and I say, what, what's this all about? And she mm -hmm. says, Oh yeah, I was helping these treasure hunters uh, find some treasure. I said, really? I said, how are we doing that? She says, well, I was in contact with the captain of the galleon that had gone down here. <laughs> so uh, that kind of started the afternoon off. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we, <laughs> We went in there and, and sat down and had an unbelievable conversation. She ended up telling us so much about ourselves that there was no possible way that she, she could know, know that. Um, and then we, you know, we found out that this psychic ability that she had came about after a near-death experience. And uh, so once again, here, here's another thing that gets involved with this phenomenon. There's so many parts of the puzzle that exist. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I had a guest literally yesterday that she said during her near death experience, she got a glimpse of heaven and, uh, there were gray aliens there sitting next to humans. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is, uh, the, the types of entities that people see, the grays seem to be like so common and that all these other races uh, of non-human, you know, intelligences seem to utilize them almost like an iPhone. <laughs> you know, there must be a big store out there in the universe where they all pick up one of these things because I think they they are basically afraid of us in a way because we're we're a violent uh, uh, civilization. Uh, I've had experiences tell me that uh, they have bit these uh, greys. They they've one person even tore an arm off supposedly. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. And, 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 and so, um, yeah, it's, it, yeah. do you think it's possible that the grays are basically biological robots? That seems to be the general feeling uh, these days that uh, it's a biological robot of some sort a combination uh, thereof. And mm. one, one other, one other story real quick uh, that, uh, uh happened and um, i'm not sure if I, I mentioned this earlier but uh during one of these uh sessions uh, a person told me that they had seen me before and i said really i said uh you know a ufo conference a grocery store oh no 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 i saw you on board a craft 
I said, really? I said, that's, that's interesting. And I kind of blew it off. Mm -hmm. And it was a year and a half, two years later that uh, another person said, I've seen you before. And I said the same thing, you know, where UFO conference, uh, gas station, whatever. No, no, no. Uh, You were sitting on, on a bench uh, naked on board this craft and you were freaking out. And they told me to go over to you to calm you down. Well, at that point, I finally said, okay, I'm going to go get regressed uh-huh. and find out what the heck is going on. Yeah. Well, I went to three different therapists and found out nothing related to uh, UFO or alien uh, type of abduction, but I had multiple past lives, multiple past lives. And this is another factor that uh, people talk about, that the aliens talk about, that there's reincarnation going on and and that uh, people, you know, your soul, your that energy never dies. And it just goes out there and gets recycled, basically. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I've come to to feel more positive about that aspect of of all of this as well, uh, that, uh, you know, we, we don't have to uh, worry about death because it, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Can you update us on the latest news in UFOs? Besides the UAP report that uh, came out uh, in this past June, um, you know, there seems to be, uh, you know, more more happening. Uh, they've changed now the name of the uh, the office, and I, I can't remember what the heck it is. It's some long, crazy, <laughs> uh, you know, five letter, uh, you know, acronym, uh, for what, what they're doing. And, uh, the, the big question is whether or not, uh, they're actually going to be forthcoming, uh, with the information. Uh, there's, there's some real questions about the fact that, uh, uh, this may be something where it, it's going to go down some, you know, deep hole and we're not, we're not going to get the, the, the results that we're, we're expecting. Um, you know, it, they, they, the only thing that you know they've really come out with so far is the fact that well, it's not the uh, Russians or it's not the Chinese and uh, it's not us, and so uh, and we don't have evidence that it is the aliens, but we really they don't have evidence that it's not the aliens, and so there's so many sightings going on all over the world, uh, landing marks, uh, uh, all kinds of physical uh evidence that points to the fact that these things are real and and that's only you know part of it because as you mentioned earlier you know some of this stuff is is ethereal is interdimensional it's it's uh you know it's something that you you can't you know put your hand on and and feel it and touch it uh it's, it's just a different different reality a different realm um and so uh i i i think that uh you know Lou Elizondo has kind of gone quiet these days. Uh, you know, he's on hiatus, evidently. And I'm not sure what, why that is. I know he was supposed to come out with a book, and maybe that's what he's doing uh, these days, uh, you know, spending time on that. This COVID thing, uh, you know, certainly was bad news, but for me it was good news in the sense that, uh, not that I had it, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. it gave me an opportunity to uh, write the book. Uh, the unknown other and the existential proposition of alien contact mm-hmm. and uh, which you can find on our opus website opusnetwork.org and also on amazon um 
all proceeds of the book go directly to Opus. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's stories in there from our uh, people in the support group. Uh, some of them just amazing stories. Uh, and uh, I talk about the, the UAP report that the government came out with. Uh, and I talk about the, as I said earlier, the physical manifestations, the psychological manifestations, you know, the, talking about anxiety, fear, fear of specific locations, uh, flashbacks, sleep disturbances, uh, phobias, uh, depression, confusion, PTSD, uh, all this, this stuff. Uh, you know, in this uh, recent book, uh, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon, that uh, uh, George Knapp and Comb Keller came out with, uh, you know, they talk about these orbs entering bodies and people having negative effects and having, you know, illnesses uh, come about uh, through this. So, again, you know, there's good orbs and I guess bad orbs uh, that, uh, you know, you have to be careful. Uh, and uh, certainly, uh, you know, coming uh, near a, uh, uh, a UFO, perhaps that's landed, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, radiation. That's, that's a factor, uh, a real, you know, gamma rays, x-rays, uh, all kinds of nasty uh, microwave uh, type energies. I, I talk about that in the book as well. Uh, there was a gentleman by the name of James McCampbell, who's a physicist from uh, um, Cal Berkeley, and uh, who wrote a, a great book on, on UFOs and the, the physical effects uh, of this. And really, really a good book that people should uh, try to get a hold of. Of course, it's very rare, and I think it's very expensive, but it's called UFOlogy. And uh, it's, it's James McCampbell is, is the author. Are you afraid of UFOs and or aliens? And should the public be? Yeah, I th th and that's a good question. Uh, and I, I, I once worked with a conscious channeler, and I asked her if I would ever have an experience, and she said I would. And I said, well, you know, should I be afraid of it, or should I, you know, relish the opportunity and go on board? And she says, go with your gut, whatever you're feeling at that time. And I think that's a that's a good good way to think about it because again if if you're if you're conscious you know you have a choice if you're unconscious it's <laughs> you don't have much of a choice as to what's going to go on uh whether you're afraid or not uh but again 80 percent of the people or 70 to 80 percent anyway feel that it's been a positive situation so i guess in, in that regard you would say that no no don't be afraid of it uh however if it's something that is is uh, uh you know makes you afraid then i would just you know you have free will and that you you should be able to stop the situation by getting very angry getting very making sure that you don't have a curiosity about the situation and say, I don't want this to happen and stop. And, and that's the way you have to think about it. Uh, Ann Druffel, uh, who recently passed away as well, wrote a book, uh, how to defend yourself against alien abduction. And in it, she talks about nine different ways to stop 
the abduction that came about from people that had contacted her and told her that uh, they were, uh, you know, successful in, in stopping these uh, incursions into their life. Um, so again, it's not, it's not a straightforward answer. It, it you know, it, it really depends. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, for me, uh, I, I think I would be curious enough to to take it uh, to the point. But I, I think now knowing what I know, I would not want to get too close to these. You know, if it landed in my backyard, I don't think I'd go <laughs> up to it. Hmm. Uh, I, I'd stay far enough away from it uh, at this point. Hmm. An entity, however, that's a different story. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, we could have a conversation or a telepathic conversation of some sort. There's a lot of trouble brewing up in Eastern Europe, and if it ever, oh, yeah. if it ever spiraled out of control into nuclear war, do you think the aliens would stop it? Well, that's a good question. I would hope so. I, I would hope so. Um, you know, it, it, their capability would, would they uh, uh, um, telegraph to everybody uh, at Maelstrom was that they were able to shut these missiles down uh, other cases where they've actually blown them up in mid flight uh, has occurred. And it was, it was photographed or, or on, on a video, a video of it. Uh, I forget the gentleman's name who, uh, who recently uh, uh, presented that information. Um, and uh, so, you know, but then again, you know, may, maybe it's something that's supposed to happen in a, in a weird way that we don't understand. Uh, you know, uh, I would, I would hope just for you and I's sake that, uh, it, it, it's something that doesn't occur because if nuclear war happens, uh, it, it's going to be an absolute disaster and certainly going to get rid of a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah. And maybe that's part of the, part of some plan. Matter of fact, uh, I'll tell you this interesting synchronicity, if you will. There was a, uh, a uh, Bulgarian uh, clairvoyant uh, uh, by the name of Baba uh, Ganya, I think her last name was, or that was her, her nickname, if you will. Um, and she, she predicted a number of things, one of which was the Twin Towers uh, uh, coming down and a number of other things. And uh, she passed away in 1996. And uh, one of the things that she predicted is that the earth would be impacted by an asteroid in the year 2027, uh, guided here by aliens. Hmm. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, I, uh, uh, the forward of my book is is uh, written by Linda Moulton Howe, and oh, and uh, so I I uh, I sent her that uh, article that I read I, I picked up, and uh, this is how it actually started. I, I was looking at my phone and I saw this article come up, and I read it, and that's what it was. And then she <clears throat> she wrote me that morning and said asked me if other uh, members of our support group are talking about future disasters. And then I sent her that, that article. And then she sends me back a NASA uh, article that was done in 2017 uh, at a Tokyo conference. And it was called basically 
said that uh, an asteroid would impact the Earth in 2027, and it says exercise only on 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 every page of this presentation in, in great detail as to where it was going to come in, where it was going to hit, all this kind of information. And and uh, I I thought that was just incredible that uh, they this this synchronicity happened where i'm reading this thing and then she sends me it and it's talking about that but it's only an exercise folks it's only an exercise what are your opinions about crop circles well i i think those are just phenomenal uh i mean you just look at look at them and and the the complexity and and how those things are laid down and uh there's there's an energy that's happening it's almost like a microwave energy of some sort uh that's utilized to uh cause the uh, nodes in the in the in the in the grain to uh expand and, and blow up and in some cases and uh, uh how it's woven together uh you know, I'm just I'm just remarkably surprised that uh, more people haven't. You know, it's not Doug and Dave going out there with a board and, and laying this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're too complex. Yeah. And then if you look at what's going on, not only with the, with the grain, but also in the earth, the, the earth has changed. Uh, and then you, these things will show up years later in the same area um you know the ghost of it so to speak uh of that uh, particular pattern um so who's doing that I, you know it's like some some uh, alien artist up there that's having a good time say hey look we this is a great field field to do some work in you know and 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 they do it so quick you know it's 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 amazing it's absolutely amazing i i uh I've got a number of books here about, you know, crop circles and uh, I'm, I'm a true believer folks. I, I don't think, you know, and th- there are some that are fake. Yeah. Right. There's no question about, about that. Uh, they're not all real, but uh, the ones that are real, you can tell, you can tell. Well, Les, the time has just flown by. I mean, this is one of the fastest ones I think I've ever been through. And so before we get going, your book is called The Unknown Other and the Existential Proposition of Alien Contact. Where can right. people find it? Yeah, uh, two places, basically uh, on our website, which is opusnetwork.org. And then, of course, on Amazon. And uh, so we uh, we appreciate uh, uh, y'all, you know, your, your listeners, uh, yeah, getting that book uh, it's on kindle as well if you're a kindle prime uh, member it's free uh nine 9.99 i think uh for the regular kindle and then twenty dollars for the for the book itself uh, uh paperback all right you have the book out do you have anything else that you're working on that you want us to know about well, as a matter of fact, uh, yeah, the Omega-4 study that we're in the process of doing, we just uh, are finishing up the first phase, which is we've gone out to therapists that work with these people and uh, did a, a short survey of what they found worked uh, for them. Uh, and we've also now, uh, the second phase is that we will go out to their clients uh, and do a more extensive uh, survey and, and, and different questions that we're asking this time. So 
couple of things. One, we're always looking for more therapists to join our referral network, because that's the other thing that we do in Opus, is that we have a referral network of various types of therapists, whether it's hypnotherapists uh, or mental health practitioners, things of that nature for people. And it's all free. Uh, we don't charge anything for that. Um, and uh, uh, I think the thing is that uh, we just need to get the word out that there is an organization out there uh, that is here to help people as best we can. Uh, again, we're a nonprofit, so we always appreciate donations, <laughs> whatever whatever you can give to uh, help the cause. And uh, we, uh, we just like to spread the word that we're here. We're here to help. People may want to reach out to you and contact you, chit-chat with you, or ask you questions. Are you open to that? And if so, how should they reach you? Yeah, again, they can they can go through through the website. Uh, there's an area there for uh, uh, contact, the contact section. So you could just write, write in there, and uh, we will get the message, and uh, we respond. Okay. Um, you also have a YouTube channel through your Opus network and i believe you do podcast uh, can you tell us how to find those yeah um you you would you would put in opus network is two separate words there uh, unlike our our website it's uh which is one word opusnetwork.org uh yeah just go to uh opus you know space network and you should find uh, some uh, interviews that i've actually done of people like Mil- linda moulton howe um uh, uh terry lovelace uh, i think you might have had terry yeah, lovelace on your yes, show <clears throat> terry terry is actually on our uh advisory board along with linda howe uh yvonne smith is uh, on our advisory board and i did an interview with her and melinda leslie is also on our advisory board and did an interview with her um so that's what i'm trying to do and uh we just did one with uh uh, Geraldine Orozco, mm-hmm. uh, who is a phenomenal person. Uh, yeah, she's, and she's an actual board member now of oh, uh, Opus. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we are, you know, just trying to, uh, build a network, so to speak, and, and, uh, give, give, you know, give people a place to, 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 uh, go to, to get the kind of help, uh, hopefully that, uh, they're looking for. All right, Les, well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? I think uh, we are we are in contact already with our alien brethren, if you will. Uh, uh, you know, some some are some are positive in nature. They're they're more benevolent than uh, malevolent. And then we do have others that are 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 uh, not not so nice. But uh, I think the majority are uh, like 70 to 80 percent of the people that have had experiences are having good experiences. So don't don't be frightened. Uh, Come see us if you are and know that you're not alone uh, with the experiences that you're having. Uh, This is something that has been going on for eons. Les, thank you for that message. And thank you again for being our guest today. I appreciate you, and I wish you the best. Thank you, Jeff, and I appreciate uh, being here today. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and have a great day. You too. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara Podcast.
I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.